0: I will say, I've never heard of a rapper pulling up just to the crew has it 30 minutes early. So,
1: yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that's crazy. (laughs) That's, I love it. That's (laughs) different. That's
2: that mogul shit, baby. Last one to the airport buying breakfast. Buying
0: breakfast. Day one, day one. All right, Michael. So, this man needs no introduction.
1: Come on, bro. He's a legend. We got that legend in the building. We've been snapping. I ain't gonna lie. We've been having a lot of legendary folks on the
2: on the joint lately.
1: You know what I'm saying? We got the snowman, man. We got <laughs> yeah, Jeezy yeah. in What's here, that man. That that yeah. yeah. that Jeezy, that's What's good, bro. How you What's doing?
2: The word? Come on, baby. I ain't never had a bad day in my life. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love that. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I love
0: that. I love that. So you know, we like to go deep into like people, you know, kind of how they got started mm. and and all that stuff, just because I was always a huge fan of you. You know, okay. you had the game on lock for how long? Yeah. Years. Yeah. Um, that was my entire like high school growing up, like young G, everything. So right. I just want to hear like like what was what was day one? What was the start of that and and what took you to here to now being, yeah, like a mobile?
2: Um, the start of the music, I was I was actually with some guys out of um Florida that I was kind of getting some money with and I went and hung out with them for like a black spring break week. Mm-hmm. It was in like Daytona Beach and they had a record label at the time. And uh they took a winnebago down there. It was like, you know, promoting um, their their label and their artists. And I was like, damn, okay. So when lit. I went back to Atlanta, I got one of my guys and went and bought a studio, right? And we went straight to the hood and found some artists and we started started doing our own thing. So when I first started, I was a CEO. Damn, I was trying so to play you wasn't the, even think about rapping? No, no, no. I was trying to do the baby cash money yeah, thing. Was, you know what I'm saying? Because it just seemed like- Loop, uh, yeah. That's That was the way. And then, um, you know, of course some of the artists ended up getting into some serious situations where they had to go do some time. Then a couple of them went back to the streets to kind of do their thing. Right. So that left me with studio equipment, no artists and mm-hmm. a bunch of money invested. And one of my mans was like, shit, you might as well do it. You out here living this shit. So I was like, all right. So I started getting in and making songs here and there. And you know, of course it took some years and um, you know, a few million dollars Uh, that you were spending over time and when I hooked up with drama, uh, DJ drama, I just happened to have the music at a place where it was presentable and that took about 10 years and what I did was at the time they was putting out mixtapes so I didn't really understand how to monetize it so I felt like it made more sense for me to give it away. So my first mixtape, I pressed up almost like 150, hundred fifty, hundred thousand, and I went and passed them out on the east side of Atlanta, downtown. And I passed them out at this club. It was called Prime, and I would, it was like the crack in this club on the east side on on a Friday, on a Sunday night. So I kept passing them out there, and that's why I got my first book in that for two hundred dollars. I don't know what the fuck I was gonna do with two hundred dollars, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, that was my first money I made from right. rap. And then when Trapper Die, it was time for Trapper die, cause I was getting like little shows here and there. I, um, I pressed up 500,000 and then I took most of them to Miami for like Memorial Day weekend and everywhere I went, I was just passing out CDs and the DVD because people were starting to like the music, but they didn't know what I was I looked like. So that's why I put the DVD with it, right? And this was around the time of like Smack DVD and all that shit. So that's how I kind of knew the move. And then um it just kind of went from there. It started to slowly like gradually start to make sense. Right? and all of a sudden, like Trap or Die was a real success. Mm. Now mind you, I didn't make any money off of it, it just but, but it worked, right? Right. And now I'm getting shows and I'm moving around and this is how I got Dev Jam's attention and all this shit. Right. And you know, uh, right. shout out to Secure Stewart, rest in peace. He took me up to Def Jam and the rest was history. Right. So You know what I'm saying? So before you dropped like your first body of music or your first
1: song, it, it was like ten you said it was ten years before that? No, like I was it? dropping music, uh, but uh, but it wasn't
2: I was I was terrible. Man. And I don't mean that in the sense of I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just mm-hmm. knew that I, I love music and I knew that I wanted to do music, but like I didn't understand like how to put together a song, mm-hmm. how to get a you just going in there talking right, shit. Right, I was just trying to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? So I put out a couple projects. I put out like Lil J, Thugging Under Influence, which I think was like a double disc, um, and a few projects here and there. I was just trying to figure it out, right? So that was your name first, Lil J? Yeah, because nah. that's what my grandma and my uncles used to call me. I was trying to figure it out, but the, but the real reason why you know the music resonated so much was because I was trying to avoid prison. Mm-hmm. Right, and I was just like, I was really yeah. focused on figuring something out that wasn't going to put me in prison. Right, kept you focused, and yeah. Yeah, because all the music you heard from Trap Die, well, thug, well, from, uh, uh, what was the first mixtape? Um, uh, it was called G's Up. We ended up calling it Streets is Watching. Streets is Watching, Trap Die, and Thug Motivation. All that time, I was really putting my heart and soul into the music because yeah. I kept, I was under the impression that I was going to get. Mm-hmm. Indicted. Feel like you ain't no other choice, too. right? So right. it was like if I at least get this done, mm-hmm. you know, because you know if you gotta go sit down 10, 15 years, it's not right. gonna you want to come out and be that guy, right. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was like, if I can at least get this done, no matter what happens, I did my best, and and this will always be there. I can right? come back to this if I need yeah, to. Yeah, even, even if not, I, I still made my mark and I was right. heard because the whole thing is I just wanted to be heard. Right. Right. The money came later, and that's what I would tell anybody. Like, you know, the money is not; it shouldn't be the the motive every time. Yeah, because you ain't never going to make
1: it if the money the motive, because that yeah. shit don't ever come like this. Man, yeah, don't you come. You yeah. got to have a
2: different type and of And if motivation. you basing your success off the money you're making, I definitely wasn't making Jay-Z and T.I. money at the time, so right. I couldn't base my success off that. But I was moving in the streets in a way that I was well-respected. And you see that I had longevity. Right. It wasn't like a quick flash in the pan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So as you know, we live in an increasingly
1: automated world, but there are some things that do require tedious manual work. Yeah, man. AI's taking over right now. But luckily for e-commerce business owners, shipping is no longer a manual task. Thanks to ShipStation. They got you covered. It's so easy to use the ShipStation dashboard to manage your orders.
0: There's a free trial and it's a quick setup. So now's the time to try ShipStation out if you've been on the fence.
1: ShipStation makes it easy to automate shipping tax for orders from every marketplace in one Dashboard. It has effortless integration anywhere you sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more. You can manage every order from one simple dashboard. You can print
0: shipping labels. You can easily compare rates and delivery times to optimize every single shipment, and you can automate delivery notifications. I mean, can it be easier?
1: Now look, with industry leading discounts, you'll never worry about overpaying for shipping. You could get up to 84% off. I mean, That's damn near free to me.
0: That's basically free. (laughs) And
1: that's all on USPS and UPS rates.
0: And if that's not enough, you know, the boys got you covered. You can use our promo code to try ShipStation
1: free for two months. I mean, come on. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce business with ShipStation. And 98% of the customers that stick with ShipStation for a year, they end up becoming customers for life. Damn, that's like the opposite of me, dude. My return rate is not right. Spend some more time growing your business when you automate shipping tasks with ShipStation.
0: Make sure you go to ShipStation.com, use the code the crew today, and sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com and use the code THECREW. Listen, if you have a business, if you have any merch or anything, ShipStation is the company for you. Back to the episode. Specifically, do you remember a moment when you like you made something and you were like, I think I I think I like got I got where I needed to be music. Right. Do you remember that moment or was it just a gradual
2: thing? I think or Die was the biggest thing for me. Right. Right. And then uh, and this is no in no particular order. Right. I remember when I got signed to Def Jam, like I had a motive when I went over there. Because when Jay-Z came, I'm like, I'm getting Jay-Z on my album, I don't give a fuck what they talk about. Mm-hmm. Right? He's the president, he gotta fuck with me. Yeah. And I played yeah. the album for The Building, and I played, uh, played Go Crazy, and when I was done, everybody started clapping <laughs> and applauding, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, and I gotta get Jay-Z on this, by the way. He's sitting in the room. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know, <laughs> and I'm out in LA for, I think it was B.T. or something like that. It was something summer war show, yeah. and they called me to come up to his hotel just sitting on the patio, just talking. He was like, I'm going to do the record, by the way. Uh, and I was just like, oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> what was you that know like? What I'm saying? What was, it was crazy because yeah, it's like, a- you know, I grew up listening to those guys, but it was far-fetched. But the craziest thing is, like, you know, Kevin Lyles signed me, right? right? And Kevin Lyles, you know, it's Kevin Lyles, L.A. Reid, Shakir mm-hmm. Stewart. Rest in peace, Shakir. And um, Kevin Lyles called me two weeks after I got signed. He was like, You know, I want you to know I'm going to Atlantic Records, but Kevin was my man, so I felt like, I need to go with you, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, nah, you're gonna be good. And i never forget it, I I was going to the label, and this was like when I used to roll like 60, 70 deep. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I'm at Def Jam, and there's a bunch of us downstairs, we gotta show our IDs to get in the building, and um, I see this Maybach pull up, and and the doors open, and Jay-Z gets out, so he walks in by himself, He's like, yo, Jeezy, I was like, what's up, man? He's like, come on, you can roll with me. So my people still got to check in. So I'm going upstairs with Jay and he's like, yo, I'm the president, whatever you need, let me know. I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> yeah, you that's know that's what I'm saying? Like, feeling. this is it. And, and so when Kevin left, Jay-Z came and they just, you know, we just we just locked in and it was just like, the synergy that was there because you know, you had everybody from Rihanna to Neo to Kanye West, mm-hmm. uh, the Rawls, it was just like a whole, like we was like this big ass conglomerati, right? Mm-hmm. right? You know, I was like the Tupac of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, That's <laughs> yeah it was crazy. When,
0: when you were growing up, who who was like, obviously, Jay was someone you listened to, but like, it was Atlanta, so around maybe 17, 18, like, who was kind of the people that you listened to? Like, 2017,
2: I mean, you, you said- When
0: you were around 17, 18, because oh. that was right before you started making music, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, uh, man, Tupac. Yeah. Mm. That was my guy. Like Still is even know? in the south. Yeah, that's crazy. yeah. Because he had, he he it was. Everywhere, though, bro. Yeah, yeah. He, what he's it was cool, was cool. he had morals and values, bro. Right. Like he stood for something. I ain't never seen no shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. i was just like, damn. I want to be
1: like that, especially from an artist too. It's like, it's kind of different. Like, you yeah. yeah, yeah so I'm yeah. seeing that value in an artist. Is
2: like, right. okay, like he's he not yeah. just one. Of you, these could, artists. you could tell from his upbringing why he would be like that. But I didn't have an upbringing like that. Right. You know, most of my family was working in like factories or hustling. It wasn't really nothing around. Morals. The only thing that was big that we kind of all had to do was go to church uh-huh. because my grandmother went to church and she used to me make too. me get up there and say those Easter speeches and shit. I hated. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Man. It was like I had to wear those crazy clothes and yeah, go yeah, through Easter violating with the church. You man. have to remember yeah. it and shit. You're nervous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was like the biggest thing. But uh, you know, and, and even to this day, you know, um, even when my grandmother passed, which she was basically my mother. But Even now, when I get into things, I I understand how grateful I am that she instilled faith in me Mm -hmm. because my parents didn't teach me about God or my grandmother made me go to church. She made me understand it was a higher power. And now, you know, I'm just so glad that she did that because as an adult, I think I would be lost in that area, Mm -hmm. right? And faith is what keeps me going every day. So that's like, my thing so that's the only other person besides Tupac mm. that really like had a message that was like yo you know you got to stand for this yeah, you gotta... right so right
0: when you were when you were on like 60 70 deep that was like when you were at the peak like, no nah,
2: the... when I was at my peak I was like 200 <laughs> oh, for sure 200 for sure that's light <laughs> that's <laughs> light. In some instances I might go down to Miami like be three four hundred of us what? It's like a cloud when we walk down the street. It's crazy. Like, yeah. I'll be
1: 50 deep I'm with my bros 300 deep and stuff. No, tough. until that tab come. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that tab come. That tab come. What's,
0: the, what's the most you spent on that meal with the, with the whole, with the whole, it's everyone? About
2: 30,000. Yeah, that's tough. And I was out with Chris yeah. Brown and uh, it was me, Chris Brown, Polo the Don. And we went to Philippe Child's. Oh yeah. We, I like Philippe. I like Philippe We was just like this one when I was just rolling, rolling, we all was out. And I was like, yo, let's go to uh, Philippe Child's, because it was my my favorite restaurant at the time. And it was like in the Gansville or something like that. Anyway, so we go, I got my crew, they got their crew. I like five hundred. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> like we got the whole upstairs, everybody's, you know, I'm like, nigga, you don't even eat steak. I want the filet mignon. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> That we get going the lobster yeah, right, You right, right, allergic to right, seafood? Right, right. What you mean, <laughs> lobster So all that <laughs> shit going on, then the bill company. That nigga, Chris Brown, is real? He's like, hey, man. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, nah, I don't even play like that. I'm like, I'm like, damn. You know what I mean? So that leaves me. And then- uh, He was
0: <laughs> grabbing his pockets. Ah. Right.
2: I'm, like, I'm just whole... like, but I had such a good name for going up there. I didn't want to mess up my relationship. Right, right, right. So I just went ahead and started paying for it. But then shout out to Polo to Don. He was like, no, I got to something on it. So thirty k like, yeah, dinner yeah. is tough. Yeah, Man. damn. Yeah, what's the most we ever did in dinner? Probably like seven. Eight.
0: Yeah, seven, eight. Yeah, we, I mean, thousand.
1: Like,
2: yeah, that's yeah. still a lot of money.
0: Though. Yeah, yeah. But- I I feel like the actor the acting money is just a little. It's different. It's weird because on our show we get treated as if we were musicians. We do walkthroughs. Right. We do you know hosting <laughs> that all that so kind funny of stuff. To me. As right. actors, it's weird because right. that that doesn't happen. Right. But mm. we don't get paid like like. I feel like acting, there's more longevity, but with music, there's more a lump sum of cash at one time.
2: When, meaning when you do something. Right. Like mm-hmm. when you drop
0: an album, you're getting like, you know, yep. Yep. three, four million. We're, yep. we're doing a season. It takes like nine months. Right. We're filming over this time. So we're getting a little bread, a little bread here. Right. So that's why like, it's hard to like, you know, right. you see the bank account, you're like, it's going up a little bit. But I respect yeah. that
1: you said that because not a lot of people like, in your shoes would say nine, ten millions yeah. is a lot,
2: lot of money. I wouldn't spend that shit now. <laughs> yeah. <it happens>. no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's not sponsored by Nod or yeah. one of my spirit brands, I'm not coming out of my life. That's what I had to learn though. It client. don't make no that's sense But I feel
0: like everyone has to go through that because you yeah. If immediately you're just like, well, why am I doing this? What's yeah. the point? I'm not gonna mm-hmm. have fun. Mm-hmm. You have to go through that. I feel like, and you to the
2: point where you like, I, I had no, enough fun. Right. well the flip side of that is, I started to understand that like you can use corporate money for this stuff, Right. because yeah, sure. they're gonna write it off, yeah, right. But if you're going in your pocket, you, count you can't about really write a lot of You ain't writing that shit off. Yeah. Like you could, you could. Good riddance, it's gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if that had to sure. been set up a different way, I probably could have, you know, put that on my taxes and got yeah money off. And and I say that to say like. Um, I learned that because when I first started my my uh, nonprofit, what I would do was go get money from all the hustlers in the neighborhood because I was hustling and we was keeping up noise, keeping the kids up and go uh, buy like Christmas gifts and put them in the local gymnasium and have mm-hmm. all the families bring the kids in there and get gifts. But I did that for like maybe eight years, right. mm-hmm. not knowing that you can go get money from other people. And they'll do yeah. it for you. Right. Yeah, You don't and even gotta help help you, put your right. own shit. So I didn't know that right yeah. until I got in the place. And it was just like, I remember having a conversation with Tony Robbins and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, yo, wanna buy these bikes for the kids. He's like, how many bikes you buying? I'm like a thousand. He said, well put 2000, I'll buy a thousand. I'm like, damn. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, so it just opened my eyes up. So I just let anybody know, like you can see a ball, you just gotta have the right information. So when you balling, it makes sense, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Because. That was a business expense. Right. That mm-hmm. you write didn't. that right, right over. You can write all the charities. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You can write yeah. that no, straight No, I'm up. saying the dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Business meeting. Right. Business meeting. Fact. That's a business meeting. Right. We talk right. all the
0: time. <laughs> me, me and Mike are at Magic City throwing ones. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, we're doing a
1: business meeting. Right <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to write all this off. Oh, I mean, shit. we did talk about the, the podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got GZ on next week. All right. Cool. We did it. Business meeting. That's <laughs> a business meeting. That's what's up. Y'all be in Magic City? Yeah, I love Magic yeah, City. Yeah. I ain't gonna we lie. Was that, that was ago. the first strip club I ever been to. Oh my
2: god. That was the you first go, strip club you, you I love ever Magic been City? to. I, nah, that's too much. I mean, I love Magic City, but I couldn't walk in Magic and not do at least 50,000. I look crazy. Yeah,
1: like you, you can't go in
2: there and not though. Nah, I've set the president though. I've mm-hmm. never been in there and not spent that. That's type exactly. Of
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, because yeah. you set the tone already. It's yeah, like the girls like, look not you crazy when you go in there.
2: We were shooting a video. I went in there, like we're shooting a video in the parking lot. And I went in there uh, you know, with my team or whatever, but I'm just sneaking in Go get, going some, go get some wings or whatever and I'm sitting in there and I'm just hearing him talking oh he must be broke he ain't spending no money I'm like damn I can't, I get, some can't wings? get some wings can't get the <laughs> lemon peppers <laughs> I'm just shooting the video yeah, like, yeah. I'm just trying to get the lemon peppers show y'all some love nah, I get like, like that sometimes yeah. I'm telling yeah, you that's yeah, no, real you can't but, stop but, but Magic had a lot to do with my career though and mm-hmm. shout out to DJ Fernando I mean I know you guys are too young to know what he did but he was the one that made Magic City Mondays like legendary mm. it was unreal I used to go in there and when I walk in the door he's like "Geez, in the building Bring them a hundred thousand over and it. Bring a hundred thousand ones in a wheelbarrow. Oh yeah, that's that's like, what happened last week. Yeah, yeah, they put them in the wheelbarrow.
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh, Yeah, like, that's yeah,
2: how we were, Chris Brown. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> they was wild, and they brought the money. I'm like, oh. <laughs> right. I start. I set the. And time. It ain't nothing to you out with some cats that be sliding the money over and put it in their pocket. Oh yeah, shit. That. all that goes. I well.
1: seen a lot of girls doing that. that oh night. yeah, for sure. They yeah. was like.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, it was so. pocketing
1: a lot. I'm like, Damn, yeah,
2: man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw that shit. I took some Dev Jam execs in there and gave them some bread. And mm-hmm. I looked up. I was like, where y'all money at? And he's like, ah. You know, now looking look in their bags. Their bags like- A little bit bigger than mine. Oh, <laughs> <man. laughs> like, your bag wasn't <laughs> that big before we came uh, in, but I'ma <laughs> let you rock. Yeah, that's-
0: We're going to take a quick break from the episode and we're going to talk to you about our friends at PlantMade. PlantMade is a hair growth product that never, ever fails to impress. PlantMade is completely vegan and they use high quality natural ingredients and anyone and everyone
1: can use PlantMade. They have genderless and ageless products for all hair types and you could also use it for beard growth.
0: I literally love the way that these products make my hair feel. It just feels so natural and fresh. You smell good, look good, taste good, smell good, feel good, all type of shit. What do you mean by taste, my guy? <laughs> no, 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 scrap that. <laughs> <laughs> they're a trusted company and everything is handmade. On top of
1: that, they're a black female-owned business. Now, listeners of The Crew has it can get 15% off their order online by using the code crew at Plantmade. Com. So if you use
0: the promo code CREW, you get 15% off, and this code can be combined with shipping discounts.
1: Once again, go to weareplantmade.com and use that code CREW for your 15% off your order online. Listen, do you want to feel good, look good, Smell just be good.
0: confident? Come on, Plantmade. Go get that. They got you covered. Go get that. Back to the episode. But go so, on, you were telling the story about um, how he helped your career just
2: uh, Fernando and Magic City, because that's where the music was broke at. Because if, if, so before music, Magic City was like my office, right? Because that's where my older cousins took me. I knew everything about it. this would be this dude named Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. They call him Leprechaun, he's from the East Side. And uh Leprechaun, every time you went past Magic, whatever he was like, he used to have the NXS back then, all the flies, cars. Right. Oh, His car right, be sitting fly. right in the front. You know, he's just, just a short, light-skinned, cool guy that was giving money. You didn't really know a lot about him, but he was a street guy. And I just go up there and meet my cousins and him, and I just started to naturally get an understanding that Magic City was the it, it was the the glue to yeah, everything. Music, them, right? yeah, it was a hub. It was like a It was like the music, the streets, the policy. Everything was in Magic City. Damn. And then, um, you know, of course, when I was in the streets and I was hustling, like that was my place to go because I knew like Magic and Charles who runs it. And then I got uh, to meet DJ Fernando, and we got really cool. And he was like the the Monday night DJ. So for the Monday night DJ to play your song it's a big deal. Right. And then you had to of course, befriend the girls because they would dance to your music because they knew you. They're like, oh, that's such, and such song. Right. That's Jeezy's song. Right. So everybody see them dancing
1: to them. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. A, and baby. then that's how
2: it kind of started. And I just remember at first I was a little nervous going there because I was a street guy that was getting money, right. but I was trying to do music. So it was kind of corny, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I kind of stood in the back and was just like, ah. And then I went in there one night. He had blew the song I had up with Bun B and it was going up. And then I gave him the mixtape he was like, bro, watch this. And I went in there maybe a couple months later and everybody in this club was singing for like three, four hours straight. Trap or die, word for word. The ad lib, it was the crazy shit I ever seen. How crazy was that feeling when you walked in was cra- hair it hair hair was like, like It was like that seen on paid in full like the money is flying. Yeah and then, then you see them just, just they yeah, just looking at it. It's like, like wow it was, slow it, was motion. it was real bro. Like <laughs> I think I get goosebumps so <laughs> easily because <laughs> <laughs> I did bro that's crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you no, was, it was it was that was like one of the biggest moments in my career as far as like realizing like oh shit. This is what I can this do. is happening. Yeah this is gonna happen. Yeah. Whether I whether I'm with it or not like I'm watching three hours people just recite every and these three and three they hours had they had drops on the mixtapes. So other DJs wouldn't play your tape or, or your music if it had, had another DJ, DJs you know I mean? drop and it was mm-hmm. playing. That's what made the Gangsta Grill series so big. Right. Cause every other song you heard, Gangsta Grills, <laughs> right. right. You know what I'm saying? It's and that's what crazy. made it big because all the cause the music wasn't like it wasn't separate. Right. You couldn't get those songs unless you had to take It was all them. on one type right. of- mm. right. right, that's what made it big. So, so you started touring
0: how long after that? Who was your first tour with? And then when was your first headlining tour?
2: Mm, that's a good question. I think my first real tour was with Lil Wayne. <sighs> and let me tell you- please. Please.
0: that's well, crazy. Tour
2: tour. It was just me. He had Tiger, Nicki, oh. Drake- and he still could have went in his hot boys. I used to pray he didn't bring juvenile on them out. I was just hoping they never got to be friends again. Yeah. Cause I'm like, if he bring juvenile on them out, like what he doing? And it was crazy. Like, and, and this is what I noticed really quick. I had did some of those those um, amphitheaters with other people like that I was on tour with, but I hadn't been on tour with somebody like Wayne. And when I would go out there on these tours with whoever I was with, it was predominantly black. Right. right? So you like you, you in Cleveland, you know what it is. When I went out with Wayne, I'm trying to do chop a dime from the 16-year-old white kids. They're like, who the fuck is he? And what is he talking about? Different it's slow, it's terrible. It's like, yeah. and it's the whole, the same amphitheater. It's right. so all white kids. And yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? And then, yeah. you know, every night I'm bombing. And he bringing out Drake, Best I Ever Had, yeah. this, that, and the other, Nikki, when she was blowing up Tiger. That was
0: my first concert. I'm curious if you were, if you were there. I probably
2: was. You probably That's missed insane. me because there was... I mean, they was just standing there looking at me. It was the worst shit ever. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. bad, man. Nah, but
0: I knew like that was like go getter was out by then, no. Yeah, but it so, was uh, like I knew. Like I was,
2: yeah, I was it was weird because like at some markets I would do all right, but but it was and then I was going on like I was going on early, so the sun was yeah, still up yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was Nobody like, got the energy flowing yet. Yeah, it was you know different. and then the the second biggest tour I did was when I went out on um the blueprint three tour with Jay Z. Mm yeah you know what i'm saying that was big because he kept a, he kept it 100 too because he could have been like yo you open up for me then i come out he didn't do that he was like yo we're gonna do we're not doing a uh a, a concert we're doing a show and he was like you can use my production i got to use his band his monitors and all the stuff and then what he would do was he would come out on his set and he'll do like 30 minutes before I come out. And he be like, yo, I
1: got blah, blah, blah with me. No, like, I'll
2: come out of the ground. Oh, no, he, he won't like, even tell nobody. Yeah, and I come out. But this was the thing, uh, though. Hey, I started, boy, I <laughs> <laughs> this was the thing I started to realize, though. Because in the markets where I had, you know, because this time I'm up now. I'm, I'm recession and all that. So in the markets that I'm at, where I really got like Detroit and Chicago and all these places where they love me, people are coming to the show because they want to see me too. Right. So once Jay-Z come on, you know I'm not closing. Mm-hmm. So you're like, damn, we missed Jeezy set. And then you come out of the ground. They goin' they going fucking nuts. It was crazy, right? <laughs> and Hove was like, Yeah. So one day I had uh Nicki Minaj. It's mm-hmm. in New York at um uh, Madison Square Garden. It's, I had Nicki Minaj, I had Drake, and this one right when Wayne was supposed to go to jail. So every com- every between every commercial you hear, Latest news: Little Wayne turns himself in. He's going to jail. Doo-doo-doo. Today is the trial. I mean, whatever he had going on. Right. So that was the biggest thing in New York, and this was like the biggest uh, talk of, of of music culture. And I'm walking to, I'm walking downstairs. I'm on the elevator, and I'm coming down at the London Hotel. And when the door opens up, I see Wayne. I said, "Damn, nigga, I thought you was in jail." He said, <laughs> "You're not gonna believe this." And this is the same night of the concert. He said, "The." courthouse uh, over flooded with water. So I got to turn myself in tomorrow. I said, well shit, what you doing tonight? I'm going up to my room. I was like, yo, you got to come out of this concert with me. And so he he said, yeah, I do it. So Damn. everybody thinks Lil Wayne is in jail, right? Damn. Everybody thinks he's in jail. <laughs> That's crazy. And we we uh, I bring Nikki out. We do uh, we do one of her records. I'm like, hold on, you don't go anywhere. Then I bring Drake out. And then I bring Drake out, he do a record and then I'm like, yo, let's do this one. So we do, I'm going in with me, Drake and Wayne. When Wayne comes out there, because everybody thinks he's in jail, yeah. man, the whole building just shaking. It's like the house is coming out. And i never forget, Jay was like, you, <laughs> it's like, yo, man. How you oh, not going to tell mother me mother, that? But, hey, you know, hi, shout out hi, to Wayne. Yeah, he killed it, bro. It was that's crazy. That's crazy. That is
0: absolutely crazy. Everybody I,
1: think he enjoyed. He's like, oh, motherfucker.
2: Yeah. Oh, how how you doing? Done? I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> that's what happened. That is
1: crazy. Yeah. yeah. I know that's
2: crazy. crazy. Oh, I, re- I remember man. seeing him,
0: him for the first time, bro. I... I was so young. I think I was like maybe 11. It was like my f- 11 or 12. Yo, I was this me at a low And, wing concert. Wing concert. <laughs> and I, I was literally, I think I was 11. I was in sixth grade. Um, and when I saw him, my like young mind couldn't process it. I was like, I, I didn't think it was real. I was like, there's no way that's actually him. Like my mind couldn't process it. Right. And, <laughs> and thought it was AI. But, yeah, but I don't know what, it, like I remember right, thinking right, that. Right, right. And I couldn't imagine being like, Nah, he's in jail. That's not I know him. No, exactly. No. Right? He like, you'll be mine. That head. was crazy, bro. Yeah. It was,
2: it was, it was, it was electrifying, man.
0: What what was like the best cities that you liked going to when you were touring?
2: Uh, Detroit for sure. Yeah. Um, mm. um, Chicago, DC. Yeah. D.C., Baltimore. LA was dope too, because I I was on the tour with Jay-Z. I brought out um two people out, but I know I played like a snippet or something, and I and I saw everybody's face. And it was like, damn, if he bring out Ice Cube, and I'll be goddamn, Ice Cube came out and did. Today it was a lame. good day. Yeah, oh, Nuts. Oh my God. I think I bring out Ice Cube in Too Short, if, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was Too Short. I yeah. think Too Short did blow the whistle. Man, the Ice Cube did. Was Today day. was a good day. We were yeah we
0: were, yeah Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's, that's crazy.
1: Yo, 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 we're going to take a break real quick and we're going to talk to y'all about our next sponsor and they're called Bird Dogs. If you've been with the crew, hazard for a while, you know the vibes. We wear bird dogs because they're comfortable. Listen, we travel a lot. We be on a lot of flights. You know, we got a lot of like appearances and all type of crazy stuff. We need to be comfortable. So we we throw the bird dogs on. Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and like giving you a truly
0: sculpted look. These shorts do the exact same thing as other brands, but look and fit way better. Okay, regular shorts or pants that are made of stiff, restricting cotton can be so restrictive. It's like, what's the point? Okay, they're like, I can't feel them. You know what I mean?
1: No, nah, no, nah, you can't restrict that. You got to let that blossom. You got to <laughs> let that bloom. You know what I'm saying? Bird Dog also uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. 24 hours. Listen, they fixed the issue
0: by inventing this cloud knit fabric that looks just like the khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And listen, man, I'm always bowling out. Like, you know what I mean? I got to be in something comfortable. I'm on set you know I'm, you know <laughs> listen we wear bird dogs to set because it's just comfortable sometimes we have that long ride to work we put the bird dogs on you sit you know an hour
1: in that car it's not comfortable it's tough man honestly I wish we could just wear them like for the scene for the like, scene like, dude yeah, I really we should just... get bird dogs on the show that'd be fire Listen, go to birddogs.com slash crew or enter the promo code crew for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you.
0: There's only one reason for me to take the bird dogs off. And even then, I'm like, I don't know. They're comfortable. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Listen, honestly, bro, I wear bird dogs everywhere. To the airport, to the gym. What? I was just looking, dude. Go to
0: birddogs.com slash crew or enter promo for code what? crew for a free Yeti-style Tumblr with your order. What you looking for? Bro, I'm just looking to see what bird dogs you had on. That's all. I mean, like, you, you could have looked right here to see the color. I know, like, but here's the I thing. Any, I, I did. It, okay? <laughs> that's birddogs.com slash crew or promo code crew for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. So um after the tour stuff happened, like you, you obviously like still like went on tour, but you started focusing on other things. But now, if you could have told yourself one thing when you were touring, what like what would it have been? Like Jeezy now. Back then? Yeah, like Jeezy now. Right. Got to say something to Jeezy right. touring, what would it have been?
2: Yeah, I talk about it in the book. Um it it was more so like I I wish I would have been introduced to business then right because i would be so much farther now and i would have so much more understanding but i was a little reserved about it because i you know when you when you get that instant gratification you get that fame and everything's coming like you don't want to slow that train down because it's just like a high right right? and you're not thinking about five to ten years from now like you're kind of just thinking it's never gonna run out this is it and i was just in that space for a while but i knew that i should be Uh, starting to think for the future, but I didn't have anyone around that I could talk to about it. So I had to gradually start working my way into getting in different rooms and talking to people because when you're doing what we do, whether it's street or um, music, if you don't have those type of people in your circle, it seems so far away.
0: Right.
2: Right. You know, I don't what am I what's a tax ID number? What is that? What is this? What is that? You know what I'm saying? So you just don't know. And then you like you're getting money. So you're like, why would I go invest money that I might lose if I'm already getting money? Right. right. But that's not the way to think. And I think if I would have told myself uh that back then, I'd probably be, you know, billion, you know Yeah. Billion. But it's cool. It's it's right, coming. Right, but right. I, I had to learn the hard way. Right. right? And that's, actually, that's the beauty of it though, because
1: you you learning now yeah. as you yeah learn yeah yeah, science.
2: and I think right now I'm more I'm more I'm more understanding about the knowledge that I'm giving. Like I'm not mm-hmm. giving it any pushback, right? right? Because you learn something new every day, and for me, it's almost like I enjoy it because even at this point in my career, I still get to do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's almost like, when you look at Cube, it's just like, that's Ice Cube. Right. But Look at all the other things he's doing, right. right? And then look who, when everybody that was in the group with him, yeah. they're not doing those things because they didn't evolve, he right. did. He understood that there's other ways to do what I do and still remain to be right. Ice Cube, right? Um, and for me, it was just like, I just had to find things that I can actually do, which was like real estate. That was a big one for me, yeah. still is. Uh, my spirit companies, like I owned Avion Tequila. Oh, yeah. Built it, sold it, it, it to Pronore Car. Yeah. Yep. Silt it and sold it, built it. Sold it to Panova Car. Had shares, had um, uh, equity in it, and all that. Then I turned around, and now I'm doing Nod Spirits with my partners out of Cognac Friends. We got um, Vodka, Gin, and uh, Cognac. And have my Defiance Fuel Water, uh, which is who I'm partnering with at this water company, it's like an Athletic Water. Right. Athletes Water and just all the other business stuff that I I have got. But now I have the time to like focus on those things, right? And even with the book, this is something that I wanted to do. But like then, I, I didn't have the bandwidth to do all those things, right. right? I just wanted to be on the stage, you know, be back in shouty, is what we call it. Like get right. my back end the money. Back right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I just, you know, I wanted I I wanted to live life. Good. Like I was you know, I wanted to have $30,000 $30, meals and just, <laughs> you feel me? Like, like,
1: that's kind like, of the they, stage I'm in mean, now. Like, like
2: the $30,000 meal? <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: He's like, he's like no. listen,
1: bro. Say no, damn, like as far as, as,
2: far
1: as, <laughs> as far as, like you know, like having those resources and but like feeling so like far from them. Like last year, that's kind of like where I was. Like, I felt like so far from certain things and like, yeah. now it's like I'm not holding myself back from like speaking right. to certain people, putting right. myself in certain rooms because like I'm not really much of a, you know, conversation person, but right. like. Being in the field that I'm in, I'm like he's a hip podcast. He's not a much of a conversation. I mean, you can you can see it though, bro. I, I, I'm really not a like I'm really not a talkative person. Like right. when it comes to just like really just having a conversation, right. you,
2: I don't know, bro. But I had to it. learn that too, though. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's I, the stage I I'm in. Very, I was very standoffish. Yo, about, I'm bad with that yeah. Shit. I'm so super you know, so it just it, it takes time. But the mm-hmm. dope thing about it is like once you get in that pocket, you'll see how much information is coming from. That. Yeah, because you get information that you never knew. You are like damn, well mm-hmm. that's easy. Where yeah.
0: where was that corner where you turned it? Where we, where you were like, was there a moment where you like, okay, well now I want to start doing this, this, or was it more of like a fuck? Like, like what what well, was that well, switch?
2: Well, it was it was something. I always saw myself three piece suit, well manicured, right. good skin, wedding band, plain Jane watch. That was my vision myself. Right. So that's what I was. That's what I was working towards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was working towards. And then you know, but I had a lot of setbacks. Right. But the last thing that happened i was on tour with wiz khalifa and we was doing uh like 20 30 000 people a night Whew. and the tour was going well and we got to oakland and some type of way somebody got killed backstage by my tour bus right so then you know i happened to because it was so much going on backstage i happened to go to the hotel that night and i normally stay and watch wiz because he goes on right after me right. But I just felt like it was too much going on. So I went to a hotel my guys call me and they was like, yo, don't come back. They searching our bus, they looking for you. I'm like, the fuck they looking for me for? So anyway, that goes on. They come and get me, right? And then we come back to LA and we get ready to do the show here in LA. And when we get to the show, I call DJ Drama on the way there and I go, hey Drama, is everything cool? He goes, yeah. So I'll never call him again, by the way, cause he's not the guy to call. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so when I get there, um, <laughs> I get Wait, there. Why is that? When I get there, like 60 police officers from, from the <laughs> oh, bay and another 30 officers from, from LA. LA surround my They're bus, take everybody off the bus, lock me up, lock everybody up. And now I'm in jail uh with 10 people with a million dollars in bail apiece, right? So now I gotta figure out how to get out of this shit. Yeah. And it's $10 million, you know? And then you still gotta pay for everybody to fly back and forth to court. But when I left there, um, I'm used to having like money and shit on me, right? And just living. So when I got out of jail, I got us all out at the same time. So I didn't leave anybody, even though my team came to get me out the first day we got there. And I'm like, I can't leave them in LA in jail. So I gotta wait. And um, anyway, so I get out and we go shoot this um, video for Holy Ghost. And uh, we shoot it on, I think, somewhere close to downtown LA. Yeah. And, and there was this kid, he was riding this bike and he just rode up and I was like, sitting in the back of this Rolls Royce. And he was just like, oh man. And he had the dirty shoes and shit. And naturally I would go in my pocket and give him some money and tell him to go buy some shoes. But I ain't had no money. Mm. I just got out of jail. Really I, crazy. It was like my lowest, like, you know what I'm saying? I just right. felt crazy. Not that I didn't have any paper. Right. I, just went I didn't have it on, him on you, me. So like, hey, what I'm what like, damn, and I'm just like, the fuck am I doing right and life just happened because I was more so mad at um the police and right. then everything that happened because I didn't do anything right so they cost me a lot of money on the flip side because there was a lot of deals that I had that were happening right. at that time that people took their yeah. took their money back and didn't want to be involved with me and I'm like damn I ain't do shit, right? Right. right so I was really mad and if you me when did I turn I just told myself after that I'll never be a part of anything that I don't have ownership in because they took it back too easy. You know what I'm saying? They just, yeah. like, snatched the rug under my feet. And, I, and I'm just like, but, you know, and, and there's no way to learn, I, learn that you're still black after making this type of money than to learn that you're still black. They're like, nah, yeah. nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get that. Let and me get like, that. Damn, you know, and, and it scared me because I'm like, damn, this is how I'm taking care of my family. And I'm trying to stay out of trouble. And trouble happened to find me. And what am I going to do? And that's when I just took that turn. I just like, you know what? I just got to do whatever I got to do to make sure that me and my people are straight and to also set myself up for success outside of music right right and outside of what I do because I don't even know if that's going to be there at some point or if I if even if I want to do that right because now I'm on a tour it's a great tour but and I didn't do anything but trouble still found me right so that can happen in anything now right so now I'm thinking like I gotta make sure, you know, I'm good. Like I gotta make sure I own shit, I got properties and I got business going on. I'm making money while I'm asleep. Because if I don't, and I'm just depending on this, you know, this can not work out, right? Right. And then what do you do? And that's when I just took that turn. And, and, and again, I had to give myself permission to do so. When I took it, it wasn't like the easiest thing because a lot of people that was around didn't want to be around. That's no what I was curious about. Yeah, next. they didn't want to be around because so, it's a different type of thing.
0: Yeah, what, what was that? Like a lot of the people that were coming to the dinner, did they not come anymore? No, nah,
2: they didn't come anymore because now, so now I got, you know, smart accountants right. and CPAs I got people that's running my companies yeah, like agency 99 <laughs> and they're telling me like look man this is the bottom line this is what you made this is what you're spending this is what you got to play with Ooh. and I'm just like oh well with no more $30,000 dinners, you know and and even I'm pacing myself with certain things that I do because now I'm understanding how everything's working not that I didn't know before right. but now I have a team of people that's letting me know hey look this mm-hmm. is what's going on this is what we got coming up so you might want to think about that and then it's also like why I go out and mess up money that you can invest right and then i started making a lot of real estate plays started doing all these things and then i'm seeing it come back and i'm like damn like this this, this is what i need to be doing right, right? and right. when you start moving like that now you're going to dinners where you're sitting down with people and before you can even pull out your they like, card you. they paying the bill yeah, yeah exactly. right after they give you information i'm starting to see it so i started i lost a lot but then i started to attract only quality people, right. right? And that was the difference. It wasn't fast though. Right. It, it was time. like a big dark space where I was like going through a lot on my own. Cause it was like, man, I had all, everybody in the world. I could do anything. But now it's like, it's just me, you know? And I'm sitting here and I'm like, all my old habits don't work no more. Like all my old vices ain't what I need to be doing, but I don't have any new vices. Right? So now I got to figure it out. I'm asking people, man, you got all this money. What do you do? I got hobbies. Like, what the fuck is a hobby? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> what do you like to do now? Um, I love, I mean, you know, i boxing, golf. Nice. Uh, I knew he was going to say golf. Yeah. I, I knew it. <laughs> I mean, like, bring out the putter. <laughs> bring out my putter. <laughs> uh, you know, just whatever. Like, you know, fishing, whatever. Like, deep sea fishing. All, all the stuff I really wanted to do when I was young and yeah. couldn't do. You know. I'm about
1: to start golfing. I ain't
2: going to lie. Yeah, it's cool, man. You get to smoke there's the smoke have 60, comfort.
0: 70 people on the boat. They're like, geez, what are we doing out here fishing,
2: man? <laughs> 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 no, but, 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 but that's what it was. Because I would get yachts in Miami and it'd be like. Crazy,
1: yeah. like yeah, yeah. Like you still fishing, but it's like yeah. Hicky, they like fishy fishy yeah. we're you know? fishing for different things.
2: <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, though it was it was like you know I just started to understand like there's just a quality of life. You know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't want to be the one that's like preaching and telling people hey, but at some point, even if you're getting money, money, you still have a life. Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? You still got have things and people around that make you feel like you know this is worth living. Yeah. Like, right. This mm-hmm. is why you do this. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah. No. I I feel like obviously. Not only hip hop, but the world needs people like you because right. people like us. Without you, we could be going out to Magic City every night and doing this, and then all of a sudden yeah. we wind up in ten years. We're shocked. off the show. We don't have the, and
2: We're like, fuck. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, that's really. yeah. what
1: I'm saying. <laughs> <I'm> listen, Jeezy <laughs> so,
2: recommendations. You heard? It, I'm is is that
0: where 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 the book idea came from? You wanted to yeah. share the knowledge, or like when did yeah. that
2: start? I mean, you know, even with the music, you know, and like I said, you know, a lot of it came from what I saw Pac doing with his thug life movement because if you're listening from the outside looking in you think he's telling people to be crazy and go out here and do all these crimes but actually he was against that mm. right he he had his issues and his things he was dealing with but he was trying to relay a different message and that's why my first project was called thug motivation right and because I wanted to to let people understand that they're not out here alone and what they're going through and this is how I did it and it got all the way up to the inspiration, which was the next album, and then the recession. So you can see the pattern of knowledge that I'm trying to uh, give to the people. So when the book thing came, it was like, let me, and it happened during the pandemic. It was like, Mm -hmm. let me just sit down and really put my thoughts on pages and and go back and you know, just just process these things that I went through. Cause it was a lot of trauma. It was a lot of things that I, I didn't unpack, right? And I just wanted to, cuz my first thing was somebody told me I should journal but I'm like that sounds like something I don't know about that one yeah. but let me just write my life out yeah. you know what i'm saying and that's where that came from and that that's my attempt to pour in um to 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 th- this generation and then pour into people who trying to be better today than they was yesterday right, right. and geez. all this is about obstacles and how do you navigate through that? And that's why it's called adversity for sale yeah, I was about than, to say, where, where does that? rather from? than success for sale. Mm. Right. Because just like you guys do, um, your, your actors and you, your own series and you're doing these things, it's going to be some people that come up behind you. That's going to ask you, man, what was the, what was the, you don't want somebody coming up and be saying, how did you do it? How'd you make it? And you go, oh man, yeah. I just studied and stayed hard. Mm. no, you gotta be like, you know, the question gotta be like, man, what was, what was a real moment with, that you felt like this wasn't going to work out? And even when it worked out, what was a moment that you was in where you felt like you didn't know how you was gonna go on? And what did you do at that point? Who'd you talk to? Who was in your corner? Like these are things you gotta know, and that's why it's called adversity for sale. Because I'm not trying to sell nobody's success. You know, you can go you can real. go on Instagram for that. Everybody's successful. Right? Nobody. Nobody's real life. Nobody's only
1: they highest points in life on Instagram. Ain't nobody showing you what they really going through. Yeah, Instagram. yeah. And that's the
2: thing is because I think that you know when I when I got into the, the ruts and just tight situations, I just had to get outside of my comfort zone to find the answers. And it wasn't normally from people that I would normally go to, yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? It's like, cause they're non-biased, they're listening to it and they're going, well, hey, if it was me and people were trying to kill me, I would do this, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. I, I was mm-hmm. like, that actually makes sense, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it was like those type of conversations and, and, and that's the stories that are in the book. It's basically like a, a not like, but it is a motivational memoir. So this is telling you my story, my humble beginnings. Because a lot of things people don't know, like I lived in Hawaii, I lived in Japan. You know, really? I to, yeah, I learned how to eat sushi in Japan. You know that, like, Damn. like you know what I mean. So it's like I had the best of both worlds. Sushi in Japan. But, I yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, was <laughs> I was definitely there. I got kicked off the island for stealing, but I was there. Did <laughs> you? That's in the book. I mean, one thousand. Yes, oh. one thousand. So you can't <laughs> go back to Japan. I mean, I probably could now, now right? yeah, but, but yeah, I was a little hot over there. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I was tearing that PX up, man. I was best dressed for like two years like <laughs> fly, huh I, Oh yeah, I was killing. Them. Like when they had the polos with the uh, with the khakis and the duck head, the duck heads I mean, and the lying. water boots. I, mean, but, like, oh, I was the man. <laughs> when they had cross colors with the uh, with the with the high tech boots. Oh yeah. man, he was <laughs> wilding out there. Yeah, man. yeah. I gotta get
0: to I, obviously, I want people to read the book i definitely need to i'm read reading the book. this shit for sure. sure for
2: sure um what, and, I, and i did the, the audio book as well oh nice i did it in my voice so i read the book hell yeah, yes yeah for sure
0: what 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 was one of your favorite things to write in here to give someone like a sneak preview i don't want to like mm. give anything away but like what was like something that you just because there's sometimes when i'm writing a script like right. i can just pour out five six pages and right. other times i'm like damn this is i tough. think
2: the i think the the dopest thing was about the first entrepreneur i ever met which was this guy who owned like a mechanic body shop in the neighborhood my grandmother lived in but he also owned a couple houses over there and my grandmother convinced him to take me in as um you know i guess as a mentor you would call it back then mm-hmm. and he had this body shop and um what made me take the job is i saw this car radio that was like on the top of this pile of junk it was like a pullout remember they had to the pull out radios y'all yeah. was too young for that. But pull pullout radios and uh it, it was a generic one right but I I wanted it so bad, so I took the job. And my first three four days of the job, how I was moving the chair closer and closer when <laughs> he went to sleep, so I could steal the radio. <laughs> Mind you, I don't got a car. Yeah. But I stole the, just radio, the radio, radio, right? Like that. And I stole it. And and the reality of it was, I took something that if I had asked him, he would have just given. He would have given keys. it to me. Mm-hmm. He probably wouldn't have paid me, but that taught me a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. Instead of stealing something, you know what I'm saying? Just ask someone right right? and and because to this day he was probably one of the best people that i encountered because he taught me a lot of things about just working and, and, and being, you know, who I was trying to be. Right. Right. And he gave me the space to do that. But what I do, I turn around the stove from, yeah. right? <laughs> so, hey. yeah.
0: did you say in, like did he see any of your success afterwards? No, no,
2: no. He didn't and even my grandmother, which is crazy because I always had a vision of me pulling up. My grandmother stayed beside this basketball court that all the hustlers and everybody came to on Sunday from towns and towns around and to play ball. And everybody showed off their cars and she stayed across the street. And I used to be like, damn, I can't wait to pull up. Pull up my car. Already. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to pull up in this yellow Ferrari Testarossa and all this. And yeah. my grandma like, boy, you going to jail and you crazy. And <laughs> so all the stuff that she saw me do, she thought that it was going to be my downfall. It ended up being my foundation. Right. Right? And then I actually got a chance to come back to that same um, yard and front porch and park my yellow Testarossa there. Wow. But she wasn't here to see it. But <sighs> cause she had passed. But... When I pulled up, I was like, "Granny, we did it, baby!" You know, yeah, <laughs> he pulled up in a yellow Tuxedo, said, "Put it right there," hopped out. You know what I'm saying? And that was that was such a far goal. I know you felt like you was
1: floating on when you came out the yeah, car. You was walking it was, like it
2: was yeah, it was real. it was surreal. But it also like solidified what I was thinking. It's just like you can do whatever you want in this life, man. If you just if you stay focused and and and, and you stay you stay grounded, right? Because it's not you, it's also the man up, you know, above, right? right? But if you're doing the right thing and you're handling your business, everything you want is gonna to come to you, right? Yeah. And then what happens, you just want more things. So you gotta just make sure the things that you want and the things that you're asking for are worthwhile because you're gonna get it, right? And what I learned is, that's not always gonna make you happy,
0: right. right?
2: You know what I'm saying? So you have to have other things in your life to facilitate that. Because if you're chasing material things, you'll get them. Mm -hmm. but you gotta be living though right but you gotta be living because the things that come with the materialistic things are harder to to understand meaning like you're gonna get friends you don't really know if they're your friends you're gonna get girls you don't know if you can trust them you're gonna you know it just attracts a different type of person right but when you have the real riches which is the real life and the real things and the good people around you you're gonna get that stuff anyway, but you still know that the real is over here. That's really and that's rich. what you protect, right? right. Cause you know, I, I've been in a situation where I had insurance on cars and didn't have insurance on myself. Yeah, what does that tell you? Yeah, <laughs> my are yeah. right. fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My car good, right? More important to me, shit, I'm gonna be good if I
1: am. <laughs> right. I might not, but right. the, the Tesla Roadster still right, goosey. Right.
2: <laughs> well insured,
1: yeah. Full cruise. I
0: am motivated right now, but I also want to call my business manager and right? see what's going on. Now. Yeah, but, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> do,
2: it. You gotta do, do it.
0: Do you still like a car? Like, is there some. Stuff that you still kind of dabble in a little
2: bit? I still I still have a lot of cars. Right, okay. Um, I that's don't, a man's best friend. Yeah, that's yeah. a man's best friend. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean I do, but I, I don't think I will buy anymore. Mm, you know what I'm right. saying? I think I'm I mean not, you know, that's just me. I'm just like, eh, I, you, there's got no you nowhere you got, to, yeah. there's nowhere to go. Right. Like there's nothing for me to do. Like when, when when I used to live, like cities felt so big, but when you get to a certain place in your life, they're so small, you don't have time. Right. Um, of course they're cool to to keep and have. I'm not like do i think that's my best purchases ever no you know what i'm saying right. like I'm not absolutely not you already
1: like, did what you wanted to do though you pulled up in that yeah yellow and i'm and not
2: gonna knock nobody from you know sure. living your life right. but i'm just saying but at certain i would rather have more property right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'd rather have a jet you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i'd rather have a boat I like the water, you know what I'm saying? So I'd rather, if I spent any money, it'll be in there, but it also takes up my quality of life, right? Right, right, right. And if I'm flying, you know, on a jet, that means that I have more time. So this gives me more time to spend with my family, my friends and my loved ones, or people I just like to be around because now I'm not hopping in and out of the airport. I can go, come back, uh, back. and I love the water. So if I, you know, if and when I get a boat, um, you know, if I, you know, want to invite some people out, this is changing the quality of life, right? And I think being on the water is way better than being on this crazy ass LA traffic in a yeah. drop top. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It is. You know? yeah, LA traffic like, disgusting. Right? Like where you gonna go? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you hit Beverly Hills a few times as a rap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Where do you say you say in
1: Atlanta? Still or you say more both. Out here. Yeah. Both. Both. Both, nice. yeah. Everywhere. Hell man. yes. Cool. dude. I like this is. This like, well, I'm reading this shit. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because yeah, yeah. this is stage I'm in already. in life, bro. I'm like. It's a lot of like adversity right, right. now. You feel me? Like right. it's a lot of me. Like we can't know. even work. Look right. at us right now. We're right. The sa-
0: SAG's on strike. <laughs> it's crazy. right? The <laughs> actors are on strike. We right. physically. I mean, we have this, right. which is because last year I me and him were like, we have to right. expand. I mean, That's what's up. up. So now look, for shit like yeah. we're the really? only two dudes that are actors that can really work because wow. of we we built this thing together. Wow. Uh, so yeah, it is tough. We physically cannot get a paycheck because right. of this the strike. And luckily,
1: a year ago. First profession, right? We could get paychecks anywhere, else. right? Without, but, we but our main profession,
2: profession. our you main. Guy, right. you guys had a had a backup plan, right, and, mm-hmm. and you were ready, right. and, and, and that's that's what it's really about. What we just because you gotta just... imagine, you know. The other guys your age that are sitting at home and putting their thumbs together, like what am I gonna do? Right. Mm-hmm. And you guys got some, y'all got some motion, man. Right, so you know, I'm giving you all y'all flowers right. for that. I appreciate You know what I'm saying? It, and and yeah. I, I'm gonna ask y'all a question though, like, how's it feel playing all that gangster shit and people see you in the street and think that's really what's going on? <laughs> it's, it's weird like, to me. It like yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's so weird
1: to me because like that's not me at all. <laughs> yeah, but like, but but at the same time though, at like, the same time though, like I'm c- very close to that type of right, shit. Right, right, know? right. Like, you know, I got a lot of like, you know, but like that's not me me at yeah, all. So then they be coming to me like, yo, why you killed your paws? Why you did that? I'm like, yo, I'm like, bro, they made me do this shit. Like, I'm just doing my yeah. job, bro. You yeah. know? I'm like,
2: Blame the writer. Yeah, you feel me, bro? And Courtney, man. She got me doing all the crazy stuff. Yeah. But be-
0: I, I feel like my character is so, except the killing and trapping, my character is so close to me. Oh, you know, sure. So I don't, like, I'm insane just like my character is, you know? Okay. Except obviously there's the other line right, that right, right, I, right. I don't cross. But um, I mean, I love it. People, people just show us mad love everywhere we go. So I think it's cool. Like I, mean, I could be playing. I play the way that I look. I could be playing a fucking. Tw- I'd be on Riverdale. Or right, I could be playing right, a right. vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but I get to fucking sell drugs on Fifty Show. I'm oh, like, this my is cool God. as
2: fuck. That's so, crazy. Yeah. But I mean, do 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 people like ever approach you like it's really real? Oh, like, for sure. Like, yo, what's up with them? Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: people can't. People cannot. Like, I'm not Gianni. Right. I'm Braden.
1: Right. No right. matter. <laughs> where is <laughs> t- the funniest shit be like when they come to me they be like bro please tell me you hitting all three of them on the TV show <laughs> like no. like they all damn near engaged <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like oh I mean, my babe. god that's what's up they be yeah, taking man. it very seriously. they cannot it's hard to differentiate it, yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah. it's hard for them but yeah. I love it though cause it's like damn y'all really invested like y'all right. really
2: tuned in like, y'all just y'all don't, y'all don't go cool. Cuban Good and Junior on them you yeah, know what I'm saying nah 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 he gotta gotta we gotta OJ and then come back. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. We to <laughs> yeah, shout yeah. out to Cuba. That's when the, all that
0: stuff did happen, <laughs> oh, you're right? Yeah, yeah. He,
2: he played like yeah. he played that role. He killed yeah. it. W- w- what's the
0: stuff you're watching now for TV? W- what do you like to watch? You know,
2: it's crazy. I, I really don't. I really don't uh, watch TV as much as I used to. Right. The thing I do now is like I'm just on a bunch of podcasts. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's I feel fascinating. Like
1: stuff like that is more entertaining. Yeah, it's yeah. fascinating, bro. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: I can't front. Get, you know, like, yeah, get, get to tap like different people's minds and see what their mind is at. Yeah, I really like um, podcasts because TV with me is like I feel like the best movies was back like you know when the Scarfaces
0: and he's the just like yeah yeah boys in the hood he's just and like yeah I, yeah, I was I was just,
2: like, yeah yeah those were like movies to me but it's like you know now they're they're different of course the series are dope but if I had a choice like I I would just you know sit down and watch okay. podcasts right. yeah I like documentaries too like, yeah 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 I like documentaries yeah, yeah. they keep
1: me glued like yeah. I feel like TV and movies like. Like, the shit got to be crazy for me to really right, just stay right. like
2: locked in. But, like, documentaries, is always new information, mm-hmm. always new information. Like, damn, I want to figure mm-hmm. out what's going yeah. on. So, I got to like- catch this uh, Dear Mama, this Tupac one. I've been saving mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, yeah, so I can get some time and just sit down and binge watch it. Yeah, yeah I'm about to watch that too. Did, yeah.
0: did you ever have any encounters with 50 or like positive, negative, anything that nah, was?
2: No, he always been cool. Man. Yeah. 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 And yeah, We did some records. We did, uh, shit, what was the name of the record? Uh, it was on his album, though. I forget the name of the record. He came down to Atlanta. We shot the video. All the homies was there. He's cool. Yeah, yeah he's good.
0: he's. Good. We were just with him two days ago. Where we went to a show in Denver. Okay, yeah, he he's just, just
1: yeah. The final lap tour. Yeah, that, shit, that, shit was, lit. that yeah. was lit. Yeah, you not come out and do some songs. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm a producer now. I'm a producer. Oh, no like, were? Yeah, I've been making. I've been. I've been making beats for a very long time though. Okay. But Like now, I'm like I'm just. I don't know for some reason I just been in the mode, bro. Like before I came to LA, I'm in the studio for like. Four days straight to like eight in the morning, just cooking up, calling all my artists, friends, yo, come cook out at the studio. So I'm right now I'm working on my like dropping a mixtape with like a lot of my favorite artists. Okay. Like executively produced by me type thing. I like that. Yeah. So I'm, i want like, like, like all the artists I really listen to a lot. i want to hear them on the mixtape, just beats produced by me. That's it. Watch yeah, out, yeah. Metro. Watch out, Metro. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you and so much. For Metro was the time. one of my biggest inspirations <laughs> really? when I started Yeah, hell yeah. When I started, when I first started making beats, yeah, biggest inspiration. But, Metro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. he's one of my biggest, him, Zaytovin. Yeah, definitely number one though. Mm. Cause I, I I started music really cause uh, do you do you know him? I met him a few times. I don't really know Let him. Let me know bro. if you need me to plug you. I got Please, bro. Yeah, that be crazy. He, I want to make some. I want to make something with him. Yeah, he would love that. That's, yeah, I cause I, I literally mean. got into music because I heard the first the first song I heard that and I'm like no I want to play this. It was the bridges over. And I was like five years old. I heard it by KRS One. I heard it. Eh, eh, nah, nah, nah. I got home on my piano that I never touched before, but we just had it. I guess for decoration. I just started playing shit. My mom came down. She's like what. What is that? I said, I don't know. I to that grandma, so I just started playing it. Then after that I play public service announcement. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. after that I just fell in love with piano. So Beethoven music is like very like musical theory, like yeah, melodic yeah. and shit. Yeah, so I've always been in, in, in love dope. with that music. Uh, yeah. All
0: right, this is my last question. We'll get you out of here. Uh who is someone that you are there any artists right now that you listen to that you love or
2: like, now? Yeah, now. Like, Past like,
0: like, like five, six years up until now. Is there anyone that uh, I love
2: Dirk. Nah, um, um, I love Dirk. I love, like, I love 42 Doug. Nice. Free I think Doug. he's dope. Um, and who else I like right now? Uh, Haiti Baby, which is, he, he, I just signed him. He's from uh, Stockton, California, but I'm actually a fan of his music. Nice. Um, who else, man? Payroll. He's from Detroit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I really like payroll. Nice. Those are the guys I'm kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'm always I'm
0: always curious who you know yeah. the OGs are listening to. Yeah. When, when, yeah. When, when, yeah. yeah. But, but thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. We y'all. learned appreciate so y'all much. Y'all plug plug your adversity book adversity for
2: sale in stores August 8th. You can pre order it now anywhere books are sold. That's Amazon. That's Audible. And I am reading the audio version. So I let your boy. Hell yeah! Yes. Plus the spirits too, though. You got the spirits. Oh yeah, got you got all that. Nod Cognac, get It nod. Defiance Fuel Water. Oh yeah, you know what it is. I got my body yeah, yeah, there you right, there go, baby. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get one. <laughs> yeah, you drinking that, Central, bullshit, I didn't Bro, drinkin that bullshit, dude? That
0: shit tasted terrible, anyway. You
2: know? <laughs> Love, and, man. and
1: young Jeezy on Instagram. No, just Jeezy. Just Jeezy. Yeah, yeah that Jeezy Instagram. Listen, man, the boys is on strike right now, so we podcasting heavy. I'm producing heavy. About to drop my tapes room with all my favorite artists. Um, where's 22 on YouTube, I got vlogs, where's 22 on Instagram, TikTok, and yeah, man, y'all make sure, look, like, if you young, you getting money, and you kind of like, you know, you learning, read this book, though, because I'm about to get into this, because that's yes, kind of like the stage I'm in, like, I'm ready to learn, like, a whole lot of new shit, because, like, Listen, man, we ain't going to be able to, you know, be doing what we're doing forever. So we got to keep up. building, What's keep up. building. Facts.
0: Gianni V Paolo, Instagram, TikTok. Gianni Blogs dropping. Um, we're being consistent. We're being consistent. We're consistent, man. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Get get new merch. New Crew Has It merch is out. We got tees um, for the summer. So... Thank you so much. We appreciate you coming so on, dropping some knowledge. Legend. Make sure you get his book. I can't wait to I can't wait
1: to listen to this. Don't listen to this shit and not apply some of the stuff y'all heard. Yeah, though. yeah, yes yeah sir. Because it's a lot true. of stuff that can help you in life, and I'm gonna use this shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you. That. <laughs> Give there us one. Like. Listen, man. The crew has it, and yeah, we out here. Man. The crew has it, and you have it. Thank you so much, Jeezy. We appreciate it. appreciate you, Legend. Man. Appreciate you, Legend. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. That was fire.
2: Thank you yeah. so much. What's I sure, appreciate you pulling up.